I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today we're diving into a fun Facebook ad episode. Um, I have to give credit to Team Hirsch. We we do a weekly meeting um, for our ads team and each week we ask the team like what strategies are working, what are not working, and that kind of actually helps me create content. We also, we also put a lot of that in our Hirsch marketing report to share with you guys because one of the coolest things about Team Hirsch is all of the data and intel that we have from managing millions of dollars in ad spend. And I love to take that and I collaborate on it and then use it to help you guys. That is one of my favorite things that I get to do and that I get to be at the forefront of. So today we're talking about leaning on the pixel data and how I really see this as a trend. We are seeing this as a trend right now um, with Facebook and what is working, especially this year. So there's two main things that my team's brought to me um, in the last couple of weeks on these strategy sessions that really show how much Facebook is favoring wa- wanting you to use that data, wanting you to lean on the algorithms and the pixel data that they have. And so the two are dynamic creative and then pixel specific audiences. So dynamic creative is a relatively new feature, but not super new, like it has been around. I don't know for exactly how long, but we've been testing it um, lightly, but then pretty heavily the last two months. And almost across the board, we are seeing um, that it's working better for our, our in our clients' ad accounts. Not 100%, but om- like a lot, it's almost blowing out of the water the other results. And it's basically, dynamic creative means you're letting Facebook choose the creative. So you're putting in an, an image and then Facebook is pulling what it thinks it should. It's basically using the algorithm. It's the same concept with your, when you have your ad set and then you have multiple ads in there, but this is actually in the ad itself. So you load different sized images within one ad set that creates this dynamic creative and then Facebook chooses Um which ad to show. So you're loading multiple versions within one ad and then Facebook's choosing which ad to show. And we're seeing that this is working really well because Facebook is really wanting you to lean into those algorithms, lean into their pixel, trust them. I mean, that's what also CBO campaign budget optimization is, which is going to be at some point in 2020, they pushed it back. It was supposed to be end of 2019, but the only way to set up campaigns was CBO, which is, again, very much leaning on their data, their decision of what, you know, to do, where to spend the budget, what ad sets to put the budget in. And so the trend really seems to be moving towards 
the more we we let Facebook have that power with its algorithms and with the pixel, um, the better the results. And this is what my team has been seeing in most of our accounts. And so the first thing is that dynamic creative. So if you're not testing that, it's an option in Facebook where you basically load different versions of an ad within one ad. And if you know what I mean, when you go in the ads manager, you have an ad set and then an ad. So one ad that has multiple versions of creative and then Facebook's kind of choosing what to show and you're counting on that algorithm and how that performs versus controlling okay, this ad gets this much budget and this one and this one's five, you know, $5 a day and, and you're kind of controlling it in that kind of older school way. So that's the first way that we're seeing very much Facebook favoring you trusting them. The second one that my team brought is the pixel audiences that are converting really well. So if you're not utilizing these, you should test these in your accounts. Um, and that is taking, so so you have events with your pixel if you set it up correctly. So you have like a lead or a purchase or they added to the cart or they viewed a page and you can create audiences out of all of those pixel audiences. So my team said, if those audiences have at least a thousand people, then you can then create a lookalike audience and those are converting really well. So basically taking a pixel and creating an audience out of all the different standard events that you might have had triggered. So you obviously have to have this loaded in your funnels or on your website for it to work and be triggering that pixel data. But if you have that, then you can create those audiences and the lookalike audiences of those original audiences are doing really well. Again, because it's Facebook data. So the audiences that that originates from is from your pixel firing in various you know scenarios with those standard events. And then you're saying, go find me more people, look like audiences, go find me more people just like those people. And then those are considered cold traffic, people who don't know you, and you're targeting them to your funnel, to your webinar, to your challenge, to your launch, whatever. Are you ready to outsource your marketing to a team of digital marketing experts? Or maybe you've tried other agencies who have not worked out in the past and you're desperate for help. We all know that without successful and consistent marketing, your company will not continue to grow. If you're ready to consider partnering with a team like Hirsch Marketing, go to helpmystrategy.com and apply to work with us. We pride ourselves in having over a 90% client retention rate. We consistently maintain this metric by only taking on clients we know we can help. Visit helpmystrategy.com to go through our application process where we will give you the exact next steps that we recommend taking based on where you're at today in your business. We manage millions of dollars of ad spend each month for online businesses and that data combined with our world-class processes honestly can't be found anywhere else. If you're ready to take your marketing to the next level, visit helpmystrategy.com and begin filling out your application today. Those are doing really well for a lot of our clients, but my team said the caveat is that they have to, it has to be a minimum of a thousand. So like a hundred, 200, 300, 400, the lookalike audience is not strong enough for it to be a good targeted audience. And so that, that's one thing my team noticed because they've tested both. Um, so part of our process now is when a new client comes in, we're checking all those audiences. So we're loading, um, we're just generating those audiences in their ads manager if they haven't been generated yet, and then generating those lookalike audiences. And so 
with this too, it's like, well, the best converting audiences are the ones that you're relying on that pixel data. You're relying on Facebook to create the audience, find the people. And we've seen that for the last couple of years that lookalike audiences obviously do really well when you leverage Facebook's data that it has on its users. And um, that is something we've seen, but then specifically being strategic with these pixel audiences, which also means being strategic with setting your pixel up correctly so that throughout your funnel, you have the right standard event on each page. So you have, you know, lead and purchase and add to cart or initiate checkout, whatever those relevant events would be. If you have those set up, then you're gathering data so that eventually if you don't have it yet, you've got an audience of a thousand people once you have hit that level of traffic and then you can create those lookalike audiences. And this is kind of where ads get better and better as you kind of snowball because you'll have um, more and more data on your pixel and then it's easier to create those lookalike audiences which makes targeting easier and makes it easier across the board um, to run those ads and have that data. So when you're just starting out, you don't really have that. You have to use, you know, interest audiences and audiences that um, you're kind of coming up with yourself. But make sure as you grow that as soon as you have the opportunity to leverage the data that you're building on that pixel, you leverage it and you create those lookalike audiences for all those different scenarios and then test them, test them in your funnel. So I wanted to talk about, you know, leaning on the pixel data and the algorithms and how we are seeing between CBO campaigns, dynamic creative, and leveraging the Facebook pixel, this really strong trend that what Facebook wants you to do is lean on them more, (laughs) give them more control. Um, But also it's not just about the control, it's about leveraging the data that they have. And so Facebook's algorithms are incredibly powerful. Like don't try to outsmart them, let them work with you. Um, I see a lot of people get mad like, oh, I don't get organic reach and like Facebook's algorithms suck and like try to kind of outsmart and outwit the algorithms and it won't work. If you go with the algorithms and you use them to your advantage and you really kind of let Facebook trust them a little bit with choosing the winning ad or using your budget strategically, it normally works. Like not 100% of the time because, you know, that's why we do testing and we see this, but my team has reported for the last couple of months across the board, um, I'd say like 90% we're seeing dynamic creative working really well. Sometimes we do see it convert higher than the the other way of doing it, which is breaking it out into multiple ads um, versus one ad with multiple versions within it. And then leveraging that pixel, which I've always talked about that. That's not a new thing, but I thought that thousand audience was interesting. That's kind of the cutoff where my team felt like, um, if it wasn't at least a thousand, the lookalike wasn't strong enough to actually target. So I thought that was an interesting piece. But again, using the pixel data, leaning into those algorithms and trusting Facebook a little bit is kind of the direction we're going in with the changes they roll out, the things that they roll out. Um, some upcoming things they've talked about rolling out too is is letting you within an ad test different copy um, and different sizes and like letting the algorithm choose that. So that might be a feature that comes out at some point. And again, it's just like that theme of how do we let the algorithms choose the winning ads and the winning ad sets and um, spread your budget out that way. So if you're not already doing this, if you're not already testing dynamic creative or leveraging pixel data, make sure to set yourself up so you can do this because this is 
the trend we're seeing in 2020. It is working well for us. And I'm so grateful that we have, you know, we have so many clients that we get to test this out on. And then all the clients benefit from this data because it's, you know, we have these meetings as an ads team and we talk about what is working and what's not working. And so all the clients benefit from that intel within my team. It's the coolest thing. Um, Just kind of like harvesting that data is something that I'm always working on because we have such an advantage, especially in this space of digital products, influencers, and what's working. We even audit some really big accounts. I don't publicly offer this, but we audit some really big companies accounts who have massive in-house teams and have hired us to come in and audit what they're doing because they want our intel. But then we get even more intel too. So we're seeing their accounts, we're giving them advice, but we're learning ourselves too. So it's so cool. It gets me so excited. It's one of my top reasons. I love what I get to do because then I get to share that with you guys, with our students and our clients benefit from it. Um, And so we're really strategic with how we kind of harvest that intel and share that and spread it. If you want to work with Team Hirsch, if you want access to that intel like directly in your account and that kind of advantage, I believe it's a really massive shortcut. It's one of the biggest reasons we're so sought after as an agency um, is because people want that shortcut. The shortcut to the best targeting, to the best strategies, to what's working, what's not working because it changes so fast. So many additions, it's very overwhelming for a lot of people. So you can go to helpmystrategy.com to apply to work with Team Hirsch. Thanks so much for tuning in today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this short and sweet episode about Facebook, pixels, dynamic creative, all that data algorithms. And I will see you all next time. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.